Hi, welcome to our podcast, Diamonds in the Rough. And before we get started, I want to let you know this podcast is sponsored by the GEMS Camp, which is an organization that is helping empowering girls into the STEM field. You can follow them on social media at GEMS Camp and find them at thegemscamp.org. Thank you, and remember to always shine despite the dust. Hi. My name is Caitlin, and I am the host, and then this is my co-host, Morgan. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about how women empowerment and the history of it, and then we'll have a few questions for our special guest. So, Caitlin, did you know that not even half of women are in the STEM field? I did not. Yeah, only 48% of women are in the STEM field, which is crazy because STEM is such a interactive fun and I, I could see it personally for me as a career when I get older. Did you know that gender discrimination is also a big part of it as well because they don't very it's not very a high rate because of recruitment hiring and promotions hinder young women from having STEM jobs. Which I think is crazy because you should not be mistreating women just because, well, they're women. They, they deserve just as much equal rights as a male. So uh, in 2018, 495,571 men graduated with a STEM degree, while only 237,874 women graduated with that degree. That's quite disappointing. That's crazy. Basically half of the half as many women as men graduated with a STEM degree. And occasionally wages are cut because they are women. And so everyone thinks, oh, well, the stereotype is basically if you are a woman that you can't do it as good as a man can do it, which I mean, some people think, oh, yeah, that's true because we've been fit to know that the stereotype is that true versus actually looking into it and knowing why and why it's not true. Right, because women are more than just a person who's there to clean, who's there to cook. They're powerhouses. They can do absolutely anything that they put their mind to. I agree. So we're going to go ahead and interview our special guest, Angela Hurdle. We're excited to have you. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, do you, what do you do outside of STEM? <laughs> but before I get into that, I just want to thank you all for having me. I'm really excited to speak to the GEMS camp, and I think it's such a worthwhile uh, cause to, to get young women interested and motivated to pursue um, careers in tech. So I'm super excited to be here. Well, I have twin 15-year-old boys, and so I pretty much am a chauffeur um, for them. So uh, yeah, that's that's my main job. But I guess, what else do I do? Um, I like to sing. I do stuff with my church. I, I like to shop. I like to spend money. <laughs> we have Don't take that advice money. from me. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of what I do revolves around taking my kids to their sporting activities and activities with friends. Um, but I do, I also like to travel. In fact, I just recently returned from a trip to France. And so I did that and that was really an amazing experience. 
that's 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 amazing <laughs> i've always wanted to go to france um you should go <laughs> so we just wanted to ask you like how did you get into like the stem in first place yeah that's actually an interesting story and a little bit about my journey I, when I graduated from college, I actually graduated with an English degree. So very unusual, right, for someone who ends up in a technology field. But the reason that I had that English degree is because I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I didn't have a lot of female role models who had gone into technology. So I didn't have anyone telling me that I could go into that field. And so I ended up in, you know, taking a different course path during college. But I did internships with different companies. And when I graduated, I actually went and worked for a bank for a little while. So still not in uh, STEM yet, but I worked for a bank and I actually became a branch manager for a bank. And I had a friend who worked for a consulting company, a technology consulting company. And he said, you would be really great in, in this field. Why don't you come try it out? And so I interviewed and I got the job and I never looked back. From then on, I was in technology and I learned everything that I needed to learn to be successful in that field. That's amazing. Now, if you don't mind, I ask you a question on what those internships were. Sure. So I don't know if you have heard of a program called Inroads, but Inroads was a or is an internship program for business and engineering majors. And I, even though I was not majoring in business at the time, I did interview for it. And because my GPA was really good and, you know, whatever the other reasons were, they accepted me into the internship program. And so I interned with a bank for all four years during my undergraduate college degree or co <laughs> undergraduate college experience, I mean. And so that's, that's what I ended up doing was interning with the bank. That's great. That's a, that's that's really cool. And I think uh, that that's a great representation of you don't have to know exactly what you're doing right in college because sometimes like like you've done, you found out that you maybe didn't want to use that English major for what you've wanted to do. You found out that you wanted to pursue technology and a little bit of business with the internships. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I mean, I actually have ended up using my English degree every single day of my career, and I'll tell you how. So I do a lot of communications. I do a lot of public speaking. I do a lot of writing, and I do a lot of explaining really difficult technical concepts to people who are not technical. So I feel like I have a gift to look at something and talk to people who are deeply technical understand it and then kind of translate it for people who are non-technical. And so that's that's how my degree in English with my writing background and my communication skills has helped me to be successful in, in tech. Do you think the arts have a place in STEM? Absolutely. So in my line of work, I work with people who are, we call them the creative team. And what they do is they have, we have graphic designers, we have copywriters, we have technical writers, we have all kinds of people who are able to bring things to life. 
in a way that some of our sort of purely technical people are not, right? It's different skill sets. And so, uh, you know, especially when I think about our graphic designers who sort of help to take, uh, use images and things like that to explain things that are difficult to people. Um, that's not something that I have the skill to do, but, you know, someone who's very artistic in that way can bring a lot to the table. We also create really beautiful presentations for our clients at, when we're presenting to them, and our creative team helps us do that. So, I mean, those are just a couple of ways that I think, uh, you know, the arts have a very definite place in, in the corporate world and in the world of tech. And um, I mean, I honestly, I could go on and on. There are lots of ways that that the arts have a place. And it's also, um, people think differently, right? So you have people who are very, maybe mathematically oriented or people who like words or people who like pictures. And we need all of those kinds of people working together in order to be successful. So yeah, definitely the arts have a big place. Yes. So you would say that it's better to have a group of people who have a lot of different talents rather than people who maybe are in the same field. A hundred percent. In fact, one of the things that we talk about is how we want to have a diverse team to work with, not just ethnic and you know gender backgrounds, but all kinds of like, what kind of experience do they bring to the table? What kinds of um, creativity do they bring to the table? And all of those different voices coming together will produce a much better result than if you had all people who thought exactly the same, right? So maybe all, you know, nothing wrong with computer science as a major, but if you only have five computer science people all working together, you might not get the same result as if you had a computer science person and then an engineer, and then, you know, someone who had a graphic design background working together to come up with a solution. That sounds pretty accurate. So uh, working as a senior director at Oracle, there are probably many things that you need to keep track of. Uh, so what are you working? What are some of your responsibilities for the company? Yeah, so um, my role is I'm the talent strategy lead for North America Applications Consulting. And so basically what I do is, I like to call myself a chief people officer. And so I'm responsible for the ongoing um, health of the people in the organization, not talking about their physical health necessarily, but um, how well are they doing their jobs, right? How well do they feel doing their jobs? Do they enjoy doing their jobs? Are they productive in their jobs? Um, I also have responsibility for strategies to attract talent from outside our company, right? We're always looking for the best and brightest people to join our company. And I have developed programs where we recruit from colleges and bring people who just graduated from college into a program called the Oracle Cloud Analyst Development Program. And then we teach them everything they need to know to be a functional cloud analyst helping to implement Oracle software. Um, there's a number of other things that I do as well, but those are kind of some of the, the key things that I do that I'm really excited about. Um, and I also serve as the executive sponsor for the diversity and inclusion team for our organization. So I'm really proud of that as well. So this has been a pretty great conversation. We've learned so much about Oracle and about the STEM field. We have just one last question before we'll kind of wrap this up. So to all of the young people listening to who may want to get into the STEM field, or maybe if they just need some words of advice, 
what would be some words of wisdom that you would like to share to them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just encourage everyone to believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. If you set your mind to do something and you trust God, you're going to be able to accomplish it. And I think it's really important that as young people, um, we, well, you guys, I'm not young anymore, but don't believe negative things that people say about you, right? Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to have some challenges and obstacles that they have to overcome, but you matter, okay? And you're important to our future and you have to believe in yourself so that you can, you know, press forward even when times are hard. So that would be my advice is believe in yourself, don't give up and know that you can do it. Well, I think that's all that we have for today. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us about Oracle and about the STEM field and about women empowerment that you can be you if you put your if you put your mind to it. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. And don't, and don't forget, forget to shine despite the dust.